This is lovely and beautiful. I'm Leanne, and in today's episode, I'll be taking you through my journey with mental health, which is actually something that's really dear to my heart. Um, I'd like to raise awareness to this topic because I know it's considered as taboo and something that people are afraid to talk about, and you know, people want to hide and not be judged because of it. But this is something that's happening to people of all ages and at different stages in their lives. So it's more important than money, education, friendship. This is all about self-care and asking for help. You know, life can be demanding and pressuring, but remember that you have to take care of yourself first above all things. And there are numerous ways to get help, like asking a friend for advice or letting your family know that you aren't doing too well, or even things like calling different hotlines or attending local support group meetings. There's a lot of help out there. So hopefully by discussing this topic, I can lessen the negative stigma around it. And with all that said, I'd like to share a personal excerpt of my experience through mental health. And hopefully this inspires you to realize that you are not alone in this. And you should ask for help if you need it and don't feel ashamed. You know, reach out to someone if you need to. Um, My journey started off a little rocky, but I have now learned to stabilize myself over the past few years. And um, yeah, this is my story. So my first episode was when I was 17. I got super sick to where like the glands in the back of my throat were swollen and I had a fever and I was just sleeping a lot. I was sleeping all the time and over the course of a few days, I even locked up myself in my room where my dad had to break down the door in order to get to me because I was just not responding and I was just sleeping. After a few days, um, I started to have this like kind of bizarre behavior. Like I was walking around in public barefoot and running away from my family and I was just being t- totally defiant towards them. And I was just, I was not myself. This is what is actually called psychosis, where you are having a break from reality and you're just not being yourself. And so that's what I was going through. And they checked me into the hospital. And um, after doing some tests, they started treating me for my thyroid. And um, I I had Graves' disease at the time, where my thyroid was producing too many hormones. And so it was just, it made me sick. And, you know, I wasn't cooperative with anyone. I wasn't brushing my teeth. I was not showering and I was not eating. And if I were eating, if I was eating, the only thing, the only two things that I would eat would be barbecue Lay's chips and Hershey's chocolate drops. Like, they gave my family gave it to me as if I was a dog like I would only cooperate with them if I was eating that those treats (laughs) which is really crazy and I have like chills thinking about it but I was just not being myself and there were moments during the episode where I realized that I was in the hospital and my family would tell me that like Leanne you're sick you're in the hospital you're not being yourself and you're getting help And then I would just start crying. Um, 
but I actually don't remember those moments. I was actually told by my family afterwards that that's what would happen to me. So there are parts of this where I actually don't remember because I think it's so scarring that my mind just blocked that part of it out of my mind. So these experiences were only from what I was told, from what I remember, or from what I thought was happening in a dream, but it turned out to be reality. Um, yeah, so a big part of this was that I felt like everything felt like a dream. Like, I wasn't in reality because I remember to see if it was real or not, I would listen to a song and then I would look up the lyrics and if I was, if I was, what I was reading was what I was hearing, then I knew that I was in reality. And that's how I would confirm that I was in reality. So eventually, after a week of this bizarre behavior, I eventually came back and I was more of myself. I was fully aware. I wasn't fully myself, but I was more so of myself than I was my psychotic self. So even getting back to normal took me a while because just because I was back to reality doesn't mean that I was just like, oh, okay, now let's go. Like, we're going to go shopping because she's back to normal. No, I was not. I was not in a stable state of mind because my mind was so fragile at that point of after everything that happened. So um, I remember I would have like racing thoughts and I would cry all the time and I was super depressed. And then I went to see a private psychologist and then she suggested that I actually had anxiety disorder. Um, So eventually you know, it passed and I started getting back to routine and I got better and then I got medicated for my thyroid and I was, you know, making sure that I was stabilized and got checkups for my thyroid and we kind of left it at that. And then a few years later, I had my second episode, which was my freshman year of college. And I kind of, I got into the wrong crowd and I started doing bad things which induced this episode and I started acting abnormal again like running away from them or refusing to take care of myself like I said before and I was just sleeping all the time and my logic for sleeping all the time was that if I was sleeping then I wasn't like dreaming and if I was sleeping I was not I didn't have that dreamy feeling of like feeling like I wasn't in reality. So I would sleep to make myself feel safe, if that makes sense. And so this time I was over 18 when I was admitted to the hospital. So I had to admit myself as a patient. I couldn't, my family couldn't admit me as a patient. And so I was never actually in the psychotic ward or psychiatric Yeah, in this psychiatric ward because at the time they thought it was Graves' disease until they did some tests and it came back negative and I eventually eventually admitted that, you know, I got into the wrong crowd. I did some things that I'm not very proud of and it induced my episodes. So I got sent home and then the only thing that would help was time and waiting for me to get back to Leanne, basically. And... You know, it, w- it got super low to the point where I even attempted suicide and I was just 
so depressed and out of my mind so it was just a super super dark time for me and so after a week of all that craziness I eventually came back quote-unquote to reality and even after the psychosis phase um getting back to reality was super hard for me still I had insomnia I had no appetite appetite I had racing thoughts and there were times where I'd go back and forth between feeling super depressed and just feeling a thousand times better where it's like, oh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I could do this. I can do that. I can do this. I want to do that. And I was just so inspired to do so many things, but then I'd fall back into this hole and I would crash to feeling so depressed again. So since this happened for the second time, I was referred to see a psychiatrist and a therapist and they started treating me for bipolar disorder which was something that was actually really happening which I was getting manic and depressive episodes and so it's something that I've been working on for the past few years and so apparently bipolar was something underlying that I had inside myself or my system or whatever But what brought out my disorder was the Graves' disease. And that brought out the first episode. And then, you know, the bad things that I got into brought out my second episode. So from there, I learned that I should not get back into any of those things. And I should stress less and just communicate more if I'm not feeling my best, you know. So I've been on medication for the past few years and... I used to see a therapist every week too, but then eventually I saw her every other week and then once a month and then now I'm stable on my own where I don't need to see a therapist anymore and that I just need medication to keep myself stable. And so what all of this has taught me is that self-care comes first and to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, you don't stress out too much because stress is the number one factor to a lot of health um, related issues actually so and make sure that you eat well and that you're drinking water because you just need to self-care comes first and that's that like you need to take care of yourself in order to take care of others and to do what you want to do so you need to prioritize your health first and if you need help that you should talk to somebody because we all think that we can manage things on our own but you know, sometimes it's it's okay to ask for help if you need help. And I also learned that family is everything to me because they were totally supportive of me through my highest of highs of, you know, like the good parts of me. But then they saw the lowest parts of me where I was just not myself. And it just, it just wasn't Leanne, you know? I also learned to not take things for granted. Um, I... You know, I appreciate the littlest things in life like, like, you know, breathing air and having a roof over my head and just having the privilege of being alive and well, you know, like that's a biggest, that's the biggest blessing that we have. And so I haven't been hospitalized for about four and a half years now and I haven't relapsed for two years. And so that's my personal story for you guys. I hope that this has taught you to, you know, take care of yourself and that I am here if you guys need anything and, you know, you can reach out to me. 
And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Um, and that's all I have for you guys. So have a good day and take care of yourselves. Bye.